0: Shochet His Life, two ten eighty four. Shortly before Rosh Hashanah 5569, at the end of the summer, 5568, 1808, the Shochet, the ritual slaughterer of Teplik, brought the Rebbe a very special chair. In the same period the Rebbe related a vision or a dream he had had. They brought him a chair. It was surrounded by fire. The whole world was going to see this chair. Men, women, and children. And on their way back from there, all of a sudden, they had become paired up with each other and marriage relationships were forged between them. All the leaders of the era also went to see the chair. I asked, how far away is it? And for what reason were marriage pairs suddenly formed? I went in a circle around them to get there, and I heard that Rosh Hashanah would be coming soon. I wasn't sure whether to return or to remain there. I was undecided. I said in my heart, how can I stay here for Rosh Hashanah? But intellectually I thought, considering my physical weakness, why should I go back? So there I was, and I came to the chair, and there I saw Rosh Hashanah, the real, actual Rosh Hashanah. The same with Yom Kippur, the real, actual Yom Kippur. The same with Sukkot, the real, actual Sukkot. And I heard that they were shouting, Your new moons and festivals my soul hates. Isaiah one fourteen. What business have you to judge the world? Rosh Hashanah itself will judge. Then they all fled together with the leaders of the era. Everyone fled. I saw that the chair was inscribed with all forms of creatures in the world. Every single one was inscribed there together with his marriage partner next to him. This was the reason why all marriage pairs again. This was the reason why all marriage pairs had been formed, because each one was able to see and find his marriage partner there. Something I had been studying during the previous few years now came into my mind. There is a verse which says, "His throne was fiery flames," Daniel seven nine. The first letters of the words kulse dir dirnur spell out the word shadchan, matchmaker because it was through the chair that the marriage pairs were made. Furthermore, the word Kulsei is made up of the initial letters of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot, which is why Shmini is the time of the marital union of the supernal matron. His Wisdom, 78 Fairness is in every place. A person may commit every outrage, but he still has a sense of fairness. It may be blunted, but it still exists. There are people who can immediately sense any unfairness. Others do not sense it at all until after they have committed some wrong. Still, others feel no remorse until they have committed a number of offenses. But each man has his limit. There is a degree of outrage that stimulates the sense of fairness in every man. Rabbi Nachman was once in a small village. A military commander had come there demanding horses, saying that they were needed to carry mail. The villagers bribed him to leave them in peace. They kept their horses, and the officer had some easy money. Soon, one of his junior officers arrived. The commander convinced him that he should also try this trick. The second officer went to the villagers and also demanded horses for the mail. He was also bribed and walked away with a tidy sum. A third officer then passed through the town. He was really in charge of the mail and was short several animals. He actually needed the horses and would not be satisfied with a bribe. A village chief went and pleaded before the commander. The people had already paid two bribes but would still have their horses taken. At this point, even the commander recognized the unfairness of the situation. He ordered the officer in charge of the mail to leave the villagers alone, and the horses were not taken. This same commander had already bribed the villagers without qualm. He had even advised his junior officer to do the same. It took two crimes before his sense of fairness could even begin to function. But by the third time, even he realized that the situation was hardly fair. It was then that he ordered that the village be left alone. Fairness exists everywhere. It may be buried, but it can always be accessed. It is written in the Zohar that the left side, the side of evil, contains both right and left. Even the unholy has a spark of the divine. The left side has a right, even though its right may not even reach the left side of holiness. The right side is fairness. It even exists on the other side, but on the other side, righteousness and fairness begin very late, even after the fairness of the left side of holiness. Understand this. Sefer Amidot, Torah Study, A. Study is a prerequisite for attaining the fear of sin. And the fear of sin is a prerequisite for analytical Torah study. By eating bread for breakfast, a person retains his studies and merits both studying And teaching Torah. Torah study must be verbal. That which one studies in thought alone is forgotten and does not lead to actual practice. One who studies but does not review his studies is like a person who plants but does not reap. When a person reviews his learning, the Torah itself asks God to reveal its reasoning and secrets to him. Whoever doesn't have set times for Torah study will be bothered by immoral thoughts. Whoever fails to review his studies will find it difficult to raise his children. moi one, lesson number forty nine, eight. This is also the aspect of repentance, teshuvah, which may also be read as teshuv hei, let the return of the hei. In other words, repentance involves making a hay out of the dalit. Repentance primarily depends on the heart. As implied in the verse, his heart will understand and he will repent. Isaiah 6.10 More specifically, it depends on the thoughts in a person's heart, that he should prevail to flee from bad thoughts and to think good thoughts at all times. He must truly take to heart what his ultimate purpose and end will be, and he must think about the methods and tactics by which to return to God. In this way, a person will merit repentance, and he will consequently attain and comprehend the hidden Torah of the Ancient One, namely, the profoundest inner secrets of the Torah. These secrets are the main delight of the world to come, and they are an aspect of the delight of Shabbat. Shabbat, in turn, is connected to repentance, as revealed by the verse, you will return, v'shavta, to the Lord your God. Dvarim 32. Furthermore, it is written in Tikkunne Zohar 21 and 45a, and it is called Kabbalah when it is between the two arms of the king. These two arms are the months of Nisan and Tishrei, both of which are times of repentance, for in Nisan the Jewish people will be redeemed in the future. Maseret Rosh Hashanah 11a. And the redemption will come about only through repentance, As it is written, a Redeemer will come to Zion and to those among Jacob who repent from sin. Isaiah 59.20 That is to say, the time when the secrets of the Torah, which are the wisdom of the Kabbalah, will truly be known, will be in the future, as a result of repentance. Teshuvah. 9. This is also the concept of Tzitzit, or more specifically, of the Tichelet, the deep blue color, with which one of the strings of tzitzit is dyed. To explain, the essence of the mitzvah of tzitzit is the techelet, as explained in Likutei Lechot, tzitzit 5.3. See also Maseret Sotah 17a and Maseret Chulin 89a, where it is taught that the Jews merited the thread of techelet. And Rashi explains that this means they merited the entire mitzvah of tzitzit with the techelet. The deeper character of the techelet is that it devours everything and devastates everything. Zohar one fifty one, For the techelet represents the revelation of the kingdom of holiness, by which the kingdom of the other side is subjugated and annulled. Yet despite the capacity for devastation evinced by the kingdom of holiness, the Jewish people who cleave to the kingdom of holiness actually receive their vitality from there. In fact, vitality in general comes from the kingdom of holiness— as in David, king of Israel, is alive and enduring. David Menach israel Chai Masachet Rosh Hashanah 25a. For Tichelet is identified with the concept of yearning, as in the soul of David yearned, V'Tichal, as well as the concept of a bride, Kala, as in the verse, I will wreak devastation, Kala, upon the nations. Jeremiah 30.11 since the tchelet devours everything and devastates everything tchelet is also the source of melody as in from the corner mikanaf of the land we heard songs isaiah 24:16 since the word kanaf corner alludes to tchelet as it is written they shall place on the fringes of the corner hakanaf a thread of tchelet numbers 15:38 all these ideas are included in the letter He, which consists of a dalet and a yud. The dalet represents the four corners of the garment to which the tzitzit are attached, and the yud corresponds to the ten types of melody, that is, to the concept of song. The essence of the power that the bride, namely the tzitzit, has, is what she receives from her mother, as in, the mother lends her garments to her daughter. zoa 1-2 this is because judgments are rooted in Bina, which is also referred to as mother, and it is from Bina that strict judgments are mitigated. When this occurs, the Dalet is made into a hay, and from Bina then pours forth great influx of bounty and wealth, and blessing without limit. By scrupulously observing the mitzvah of Tzitzit, a person merits all of this. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The exchange children. The father of the other son understood that the new king was doing him evil because of the rumors. He told his son, who was actually the king's true son, the entire story. He told him, no matter what the truth is, I have great pity on you. If you are my son, I certainly have great pity on you. If you are really the king's son, the pity is even greater. He wants to destroy you completely, heaven forbid. Therefore, you must get yourself far away from here. The son thought that this was terrible, but he did not have any choice, since the king continued directing persecutions one after another. The son therefore made up his mind to leave. His father gave him very much money, and he went on his way. The king's true son was extremely upset at having been exiled from his land for no reason, He thought about his situation and tried to understand why he had been exiled. If I am really the king's son, I do not deserve this to happen to me. And if I am not the king's son, I also do not deserve to flee for no reason. What have I done wrong? He felt that a terrible tragedy had happened upon him. And he began to drink and visit brothels. He wanted to spend his life doing nothing else but getting drunk and following his heart's desires, since he had been expelled without reason. The new king took over the kingdom with a firm hand. Whenever he heard people speaking and spreading rumors of the exchange, he would punish them harshly. He ruled with strength and arrogance. Letter number 109 With God's Help, Sunday, Balak, 5593 Greetings to my dear beloved son, may his light shine. Greetings to you, your wife, and your children, may they live. I received your letter this last Friday. I also received your letter in Uman on Friday, Arab Shabbat, Shalach. I will tell you now about the salvation of God, His might and the wonders that He has performed for us. We have finished, thank God, a good portion of the building. The roof has already been completed and will soon be covered with tiles. The walls are now being plastered. I have already put down money on nine windows, and I bought a beautiful door. The dirt has already been brought to fill in the level dips in the floor. It was all through God's great salvation and wonders. With help of his loving kindness, we will pray there, God willing, this coming Rosh Hashanah. May our eyes see and our hearts rejoice. There is no time now to describe it in detail, all the great deeds that God has performed and what he in his mercy has bestowed upon me. In this regard, just as his compassion has helped me thus far, so may he speedily finish all the work connected with this building. The main thing, however, is that God should finish the holy spiritual building for us, the building that is being constructed through the gathering of the souls of Israel who truly desire to come close to him. May these houses multiply infinitely through the addition of many holy inhabitants, and may we all be worthy of entering and of gathering homeward all the rejected souls which are poured out at every street corner. May the Master of Compassion have pity and compassion on us and on them. May he bring in our outcasts, gather in our scattered ones, and bring us into his holy chambers, where we will be sated with the good of his house. I am very pressured, and it is impossible for me to go on. The words of your Father, waiting for salvation. Nassan of Resleth. Letter number 347. I had been expecting you to come for Shavuot when I could speak with you face to face, but in light of your letter, I do not know if you will be here for Shavuot, and I have no idea what to do or with whom to take counsel about this. I apply to myself the verse, I considered myself, and I realized that I am like a lone bird on a rooftop. God knows that in all projects, that thanks to his kindness, I have completed My intentions have been for the good. Now, too, in the project that I started last year, my only intention is for heaven, to fulfill the will and desire of your grandfather, our master, teacher, and Rebbe of holy, sainted memory. This project is for the benefit of the wider community for all generations, and you, along with your friend, Rebarun, have been a great help to me. But now you have both slackened, you in particular after god has helped you and thank god you have profited through his kindness it is appropriate for you to attribute your success to his it is appropriate for you to attribute your success to this charity as well and to accept it upon yourself to be a major help to me in this project and in my livelihood but now you're being negligent when as you can understand for yourself since you just spent so much on a house and so on, you actually ought to be spending even more on mitzvot. For it is necessary to give God's share first, as we see in the commandments of Bikurim and which are referred to as first. Whatever God sends to a person, he must be quick to give the first portion for the honor of God, especially for projects such as the ones we have begun. The magnitude of the merit ascribed to all those who help me and support me in this is absolutely impossible to express. The most painful thing for me is that you wrote that you would not be here this coming Shavuot. I do not know if there will still be time for you to make the journey after this letter reaches you. In any case, I ask that at least now you should be careful to send me what you promised and to get all that you can from our comrades as well. In particular, what is owing from your father-in-law and from Reb Tzvi, may his light shine, in accordance with their pledges, as I have already written, in accordance with their pledges, as I have already written several times, do not neglect this any more. When God willing, He helps me to meet you. We will speak face to face about how to proceed in our projects, with His help and great salvation. It seems to me that the best thing, if God forbid, you do not come here for Shavuot, would be for you to be sure to come here. With my in-law, rab Peretz, may his light shine, for the wedding of my granddaughter, may she live. There are many things which you must discuss face to face right after Shavuot, for I am forced to send Rab Nachman of Tulchin with a visa to the place where he was last year, and there are many other matters about which I have to speak with you. You will also give great pleasure to your righteous mother, may she live, and thereby perform one of the positive commandments of the Ten Commandments, honoring your mother. When a mitzvah comes your way, do not let it pass by, especially not mitzvot, such as the ones we are talking about. A Jew was created only to engage in Torah and commandments all his days. Everything else is vanity. Since I am confident in the goodness of your heart and the hearts of our comrades, I am sure that you will certainly heed these words of mine. I will not go on any longer. May the Master of Compassion, the Giver of the Torah... Help us from now on at least to prepare ourselves as we should for the coming Holy Festival of Shavuot in holiness, purity, love, fear, and joy. Thus, may we merit from now on to guard, to perform, and to fulfill all the words of his Torah amidst love, peace, life, joy, and all good as you and I, your friend, who is more devoted than a brother, both wish. With best wishes, as always, praying for you and waiting for your quick response. Nason of Breslov Greetings to all our comrades with a great love. To all of them as a group and to each one individually. There is no time to address each one individually as the honor due them would dictate. Shemot tzadikim Names of Tanaim and Amoraim, Tzadi Rabbi Tzadok Rabbi Tzadok Tamid Rabbi Rabbi Zadok ben Chaluka, Rabbi Tzafra Avuah names of Tanaim and Kuf, ben Kufya Rav Ketina, Ketia Bar Shalom, Bar Kala, Rabbi Kana ibn Gedud, Habikisra Kisra Bar Karna Bar Abikani Abikiris Corni, Karispa, names of tanaim and amora'im: Resh, Rabbi Reuven HaItzterovli, Rav, Hu Abba Rav Bar Shiva, Rav Midifta, Rav Achuad Amar Acha, Rav Avuad the Rav Misharsia, Rav Brite Shmuel, Rav Bar Yuda, Rav Bar Baruchana, Rav Akadmon, Rav Astam, who Bar Yosef Bar Chama. Rava Bred Raba Bar Rav Huna, Rava Bred Raba, Rava Mibar Rava Bar Ihi O Bar Itai, Rava Bar Ahini, Rava Bar Natan, Rava Bar Sharshum, Rava Bar Rav Papa, Rava Bar Rav Papi, Rava Bar Lima, Rava Bar Yishmael, Rava Bar Misharshya, Rava Bar Abba, Rava Bar Rav Acha Bar Rav Huna, Rava Zeira, Rav Bar Machasya, Rav Bar Kisna, Rava or Achua, De Rav Mari Bar Rachel, Rav Bar Bar Yonatan, Rav Bar Ilaa, Rav Bar Avitsrak, Rav Bar Ahilai, Rav Bar Nachman, Rav Bar Zutra, Rav Bar Shmuel, Rav Bar Mari, Rav Bar Bina. 1. Prayer number 84. 155. Hashem, Hashem, God who is compassionate and gracious, long-suffering and exceedingly kind, help me as well as all Jews yearn to come to the land of Israel until with your help I will soon fulfill that desire. Because I am so far from you, because my materiality is so thick, my heart so twisted and my mind so confused, I must come to the land of Israel, which is the essence of our faith, the root of our holiness as a nation. That is the land that you chose for us, your chosen people. It is the land that you always gaze upon, the land of true eternal life, the beloved good and broad land that you desired and bequeathed to our fathers, the land that contains the godly city upon a holy mountain, that is a beloved vista, The Delight of the Entire Earth The Promised Land HaShem filled with compassion, kindness, goodness, righteousness, and redemption. Give me the gift of coming soon to the land of Israel, the holy land and the land of our fathers inherited, the land for which the spirit of all the truths of yearned. Most of them came there, made rectifications, and grew spiritually, Due to the holiness of the land, which is the holy core of the entire world. Abraham, our patriarch, toiled for years to discover the identity of the holy land, which is the basic core of holiness, the foundation of faith, until you revealed it to him. You promised to bequeath it to his offspring in the merit and the power of the land and all of the truths that he came who came there. May I too, although I am contemptible and worthless, quickly come, quickly overcome all the obstacles that prevent people from coming to the land of Israel and arrive there soon. The Journey to the Land of Israel My compassionate Father, have pity on a poor person such as myself, who stretches out his hands before you, asking for an unearned gift. Because of the turbulence of my mind, I do not deserve to receive that gift. Nevertheless, I hope in your redemption goodness, kindness, and righteousness. Have mercy on me. Bring me soon to the land of Israel. Strengthen my mind and heart so that I will get past all the impediments and confusions of my mind. Send me an abundant flow of money to pay for my expenses. May I set out in peace, travel in peace, and arrive in peace, at peace in my physical well-being, in my connection to the Torah and in my finances. Rescue me from all types of evil thoughts and blemishes. May the long journey not cause me any damage in body, soul, or money. May it not harm me physically or spiritually. And once in the land of Israel, may its holiness help me come close to you. May I arise from level to level in great holiness and purity, in accordance with your beneficent will. The Gifts of the Holy Land With the help of the holiness of the land of Israel, may I overcome... Anger in all circumstances, so that nothing in the world will irritate me. May I serve you with truth, faith, and simplicity. May I engage in Torah learning and prayer with intense feeling and bring all of my strength and all of the thoughts of my heart and mind into each word of prayer. May I believe with perfect faith that the world is filled with your glory and that when we pray, you stand before us and take heed of every word. May I know before whom I stand, before the King of Kings, the Holy One, blessed be He. As a result, may I experience fear and awe before you. May I have profound intent in every word of prayer. May I not lose focus. May I not turn my mind aside from the meaning of the words and certainly And certainly may I not have any superficial or foreign thoughts. Rather, may I connect my thoughts to the words of the prayer with strong bond that will never be severed. Serving God Help me grow stronger in my service to you. May I do so by learning Torah, praying and performing good deeds with alacrity and joy, and not to be affected by any problems, confusions, or impediments. In addition, may I not suffer any laziness, depression, or weak resolve, may I grow stronger by means of holy faith and nullify all heaviness, mental impediments, physical problems, sadness, foreign thoughts, and entanglements of the heart. May I attain the trait of equanimity so that I will not be upset by any obstacles and confusions and nothing will diminish my spirit. Pour forth upon me the power to grow and blossom in holiness. May nothing in the world harm me, and may I learn Torah and perform its mitzvot with all my heart so as to truly serve you.